0: Visit RobertHalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gabin, and this is your round one recap for this week's RBC Heritage. Joining me to break it all down, look who I've got. It's the coach.
1: What's up, coach? Yeah, good afternoon. Good first day. Excited about what's going on. This is always kind of a a dial it back it's very very relaxing but i thought today was a little more intense of a first round than we're used to seeing at this tournament
0: well i'll tell you what cam young got out of the gate uh like a bat out of hell Un- unbelievable goes out shoots an opening round 63 that's eight under that's two shots clear of everybody else he yeah. was both free not a single blemish on the card I-, I gotta tell you i didn't i didn't think this would necessarily be the greatest spot for him with how good he is with the driver and he can bomb mm-hmm. it around but he took Real advantage out there.
1: Yeah, I think it surprised a lot of people earlier today. Plus, he had a really, really early tea time. And so he was already 5, 6 under before a lot of people got out of bed. Mm-hmm. And so I think that if he continues to be in the league, that people are going to really learn what he's about. Because, Rick, he contended uh, a couple of times earlier this year, but it was kind of in the offseason. Football's still going on. Basketball's going on. This is the first tournament that basketball's over. Football's over. The Masters is over. We can now focus on golf. So if he can win this week, that's going to put a target squarely on him. But I think he's ready for it. He's from a golfing family. He is dynamite with every single club in the bag. And if he can win here, Rick, he can win anywhere.
0: I certainly agree with that sentiment going from one of the guys who got out early to one of the guys who just finished up late in the afternoon, Joaquin Neiman and opening round 65 and coach Neiman has called Town One of his favorite car courses on the PGA tour because it asks to hit all the different types of shots. Well, he hit all the different types of shots on Thursday.
1: <laughs> yeah. He hits a low. He hits it high. Think about this. His last four 18 hole finishes last four tournaments first we want Riviera, 45th, tie for third, and then third again today, but he's going to end up being in a solo second. So think about how good he has been. And the Masters wasn't what he thought it would be, but when you can create and you can hit all these different shots, and there's very few holes, if any, that I can think of uh, at Harbertown where they're straight, right, Rick? Where you, sometimes you got to go to the right, a little bit to the left, you got to curve it around the trees. It's a ball striker's paradise and that's exactly what Joaquin Neiman is
0: Cameron Young setting the pace at eight under Neiman at six under and just a plethora of guys at five under a couple notables here coach Corey <laughs> Connors goes out and makes his monthly ace he makes an ace every <laughs> single month it's unbelievable he is just living around the flagstick and they drop more often than not he's five under when you talk about precision off the tee precision on approach the way that Corey Connors has been playing this shouldn't be much of a surprise.
1: I saw your tweet earlier today, and it actually made me laugh out loud because it's funny how certain players can start to be known for different things, and that's what Corey Connors is being known for. He's a great iron player. He strikes the ball well, so why shouldn't he be close to the flagstick? And conversely, uh, then the ball is going to drop in at some point, and the announcers even said, keep going, keep going, keep going. I mean, that thing was dead on line, but this is a dude – That I think, we talked about this during the Valero Texas Open, I think he's going to be special for a really, really long time because, as you said, he hits the ball so well.
0: It's, It's a different sound when it comes off his club, which is always what gets me. Patrick Cantlay also there in the log jam at five under. Coach, this is an encouraging sign because I think if you looked at the last four starts for Patrick Cantlay, you'd think they were OK, not up to his own lofty standards, but this is a place he's had great success. He's off to a hot start. He might be one of the favorites that we talk about after the ad break. He was feeling it on Thursday.
1: I think you could use the word streaky when it comes to Patrick Cantley. His personality doesn't match up with the word streaky, certainly. But his game does when he gets on a roll. Nobody can beat him. Look what happened in the, in the FedEx Cup playoffs. But when he is a little bit off and you would never know it because he never lets anything out emotionally, but you can see it on the course in his in his body movement and today he was just moving a little bit, you know, quicker, more more of a step, more of a, not so much of a hitch in the giddy up because I think when people get past the Masters, there's this big exhale and when you're one of the favorites like he was and you don't perform, I think that puts a little chip on a player's shoulder, and we saw that today with Patrick Cantway.
0: Yeah, that is interesting. He uh, certainly came out of the gate strong with a 66. That same 66 shot by Shane Lowry sitting there at 5-under with the rest of the crew. Bogey-free coach. He, bird, he birdies 16, 17, and 18. Shane Lowry's been knocking at the door, knocking at the door. Maybe one of these days it's going to open up for him.
1: Yeah, I hope it's not this week because I believe a few of us have him in the one-and-done competition at our little show called The First Cut. I do not, so I don't care what he does. But if I take my one-and-done hat off, this guy seems like week in and week out. And Of course, I had a lot of people come at me during the Masters. You said Shane Lowry couldn't win. Well, he didn't win the Masters last time I checked, but he did have a really high finish. I think he's striking it maybe as good as anybody on tour right now. I think he's having more fun than maybe anybody on tour right now. So I think it's only a matter of when and certainly not if, and maybe it's going to happen to St. Andrews. Maybe that's going to be where it happens, but he's going to win again. And and I think it's going to be this summer.
0: Coach, I'm going to scroll a little bit further down the leaderboard and see what I can find. I uh, stumble upon Jordan Spieth opening around 69. That's two under par because we're at a par 71 here at Harbortown. There was good, there was bad. The full Jordan Spieth experience continues to roll on week in and week out on the PGA
1: Tour. Yeah, I watched him a lot on PGA Tour Live this morning, and it's really difficult for any Jordan Spieth fan, and and I feel bad for Kyle Porter because his world just stops when Jordan Spieth does not play well. And today, it was a little bit everything. And when you have the announcers say multiple times in a broadcast, man, that was an incredible par. Wow, I can't believe he parted from there. Wow, he should not be three under par. When you start hearing those things, well, that kind of falls in line with what he's been doing the last several weeks on tour. Rick, I've called him in two of his last, whatever, three tournaments. He's not hitting the ball well. Now, today, he won a head-up with Chris Kirk. That was the head-to-head matchup. He won that. But as far as winning the golf tournament, I don't think the way he's hitting it right now, he could win any golf tournament, let alone at a place where he's hitting it from the trees half the time. Yeah, spent
0: some time amongst the trees, certainly did Jordan Spieth on Thursday. I'm going to scroll even further and find a guy that uh, you got the right week on. Cam Smith, Coach, you got got the Cam Smith money last week because I don't think he's going to get you much money this week unless he goes out and shoots something really, really low on Friday because it was an opening round, 73, and he got smacked in the face immediately. He doubles number one, he bogeys three, he makes another double on four. Before you know it, Coach, he goes out in 40. He got a couple of back, but this was kind of the concern for a lot of people. When you have the close call, the the mentally exhausting week at the Masters, then to come back and try to reset for this week uh, didn't seem to be a good reset for Cam Smith.
1: Yeah, and I saw this coming this morning on the early edge. I gave out a tournament pick, Colin Markawa, minus 120, over Cam Smith, because I had a feeling, and it's not just – Being in contention, Rick, at the Masters, it's how you finish on Sunday. And what did we see from Cam Smith? Well, he was one back after two holes on Sunday and then goes in the water at 12. That's going to leave a scar. And you could see how irate he was. You normally don't see him, especially at Augusta National, when unless your name's Terrell Hatton, you don't act out. You hold that stuff inside. But you could see how demonstrative he was, how upset he was. Do you think three days – is enough to get that out of your system? I don't. And I think Cam Smith showed us today that he does it. Now, it's only a three-shot lead. I haven't cashed that ticket yet, certainly. But I had a feeling that this was coming, and I don't see it changing tomorrow. I just think this is just a write-off for him. Move on down the highway.
0: Yeah, that next start would be defending his title with Mark Leishman at the Desert Classic next week. So maybe it's a short week for Cam here He yeah. moves on to that, to that title defense. Uh, Coach, you alluded to our little first cut, one and done. So between yeah. the eight of us, we had five <laughs> different selections. I just yeah. sent this out in the group chat because we are hot out of the gate, my friend. So here are our picks uh, okay. amongst all the participants. Corey Connors tied for third. Shane Lowry tied for third. Harold Varner III, tied for ninth. Stewart Sink, tied for ninth. Russell Henley, tied for 20th. All separated by two shots. There is potentially some big money on the line this weekend.
1: I can't tell you how excited I am that all of us are in the mix, including the fans, including the fans. They're in this mix, too. I don't want to be a blowout winner when the season is over. I want it to be competitive. And then I want to blow it out on the Wyndham. That's what I want to do. So I like these competitive weeks.
0: Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be nervy. This is going to be fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited it. for this the rest of the way. Uh, Coach, one final thing. I do want to look at uh, the live odds, according to our friends, over at sure. Season Sportsbook. But first, we are going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. And we're back. Two golfers stand alone at the top of the odds board. Patrick Cantlay and Joaquin Neiman, both seven and a half to one. Neiman, two shots back of Cam Young. Patrick Cantlay, three shots back. Cam Young, our current leader coach, is eight to one. And Shane Lowry is nine to one. Those are the four golfers who are single digits on the odds board. Anything interesting to you there? Do you want to go a little bit further?
1: No, I don't because with three to go, I would never recommend and I apologize. Uh, what, my my golf commercial just started on my phone because I'm on <laughs> PGAtour.com. I apologize. Uh, I don't. Uh, I would rather go farther down the list. If you can find me somebody in the, um, like in the threes that are around minus 3,000 or better. Because okay. with three holes to go, you don't want to – you never – little betting tip in golf. Three holes to go, never bet on a golfer that is – Single digits like nine to one, eight to one. There's too much that can still happen. Give yeah. me somebody a little bit farther odds.
0: There are uh, a couple of guys here. So Colin Morikawa, 25 to one. Mito Pereira in the mix, 25 to one. Sep Straka, Harold Varner, the third, all 25 to one. And then you can get to Justin Thomas at 30 to one. Russell Henley at 35. Anything, coach? What did you say Pereira was? 25 to one. Yeah.
1: No, what? That, that can't be right. Nice three back. <laughs> okay, then that's the one I want because he's a guy that we've talked about many, many times on this show. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. He dominated the corner Ferry just like Cameron Young did. And three back, 25 to one, bang that right now. I think that's a mistake. That's a great number for where he's at after 18 holes.
0: Yeah, and Coach, we've talked about this before. Winning is a skill, and I don't really care if it's the Corn Fairy Tour, if it's the Asian Tour, whatever it is. And Mito Pereira, I mean, he got that battlefield promotion by winning three times in a season. He knows what it's like when he gets in the heat of the battle. Hasn't done it on the PGA Tour yet, but I thought that was a shockingly long number as well. He's only three shots back.
1: I, I still I still think somebody made a mistake, but if that's the way it is across the boards, hey, we're not gonna get we're not gonna tell anybody. Let's just bet it before they realize it. But here's the thing I think you make a great point about winning. And now there's not as much separation between the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA tour. Just look at all the players that are playing well. They all played for the most part on the Corn Ferry Tour. Pereira, Cam Young. You just go down the list one after another. So We also have this list when I do PGA Tour Live about first-time winners. And this year, maybe more than any time before, we've got a ton of first-time winners on the PGA Tour. This week could be one of those weeks.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. We have had a lot of first-timers break through. It shows the depth of the tour. We talk about it all the time. All right, coach, much appreciated. We'll be back after each and every round this week for uh your recap episodes. But for now, I'm gonna say thanks, coach. Follow him on Twitter at the Coach Rules. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you next time.